Hey, what's up? This is Chris Ryan. On Mondays and Thursdays, you can find me co-hosting The Watch with Andy Greenwald. We are still cranking it out. We talk about a lot of things in pop culture, music, movies, but most of all, our ever-changing TV landscape. So check out The Watch for recaps of your favorite TV shows, updates on the streaming wars, and recommendations on what to watch because there's a lot to watch on Mondays and Thursdays on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Cold open question of the week, Kaz. What's up, shoes? Well, you've got a lot of jobs. I do, yes. When you say this is my job, which one are you talking about? Oh, God. <laughs> the points bet? Like, what is it? What's the, what's I, would the, say, what? I would say points bet's in the lead right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is that where you are right now? This is where I'm at right now. Okay, good. This, is, this, this question's pertinent. Okay. How many times would you have to say to other people that you work with, I fucking hate this place out loud <laughs> before you were shown your walking papers. <laughs> <laughs> Probably once. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Usually in most places of employment, that's usually uh, a telltale sign that it's time for you to go. <laughs> and, and I'm pretty, and I'm doing pretty good here. They like me, you know, like it, it's not, you know, they built a show around me. It's not collision big, but you know, I'm sure they would, have issues with me leaving. Kern, can you get on mic real quick? <laughs> yes, sir. Do you think you would get through the sentence? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I fucking hate this place before you were thrown out the, thrown out the front doors of the Spotify offices. No, I'd be gone so quick. I, uh, I love the ringer. I love Bill Simmons. Um, yeah, let me get or... off the mic. <laughs> this is a pro wrestling related question, as I'm sure most of you know. Gosh. We're going to talk about Brawl Out 2 and, oh. uh, and All you gotta, Out. You got to give it the tagline. You gotta give the title on. What is it? Brawl out to electric boogaloo. Oh, like right. that's Brawl you gotta out say, to electric boogaloo. Gotta say the full thing. <laughs> well, the real all out is this weekend. So is WWE's payback. We're gonna talk about all that. And of course, the CM Punk Jack Perry shenanigans. Let's start the show. What's going on, Jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Roast Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky, Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. 
I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to them. And you're listening you're to You're listening to You are listening to the And you're listening. you're listening to You are listening to The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Welcome to The Masked Man Show with Kaz. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, Shoes. How about yourself, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. Watching so much wrestling. Well, I was watching... You know, watching all the regular wrestling this week. We had the giant show last weekend, All In. We talked about that on Monday. Since then, I've watched some cuts of some stuff I'm working on. I saw some screeners for that show, The Wrestlers. I'm watching Heels. I'm watching, like, I've consumed so much wrestling content and wrestling-adjacent content this week. I'm I'm actually feeling good. We're in, a, feeling we're good. in, a, we're in a wrestling renaissance. Uh, I was talking to my guy, Jeff Johnson, over at Bleacher Report and MSG, and... uh we're living in a, in a current golden age where you can just stip, slip and fall into some good wrestling content wherever you look. I had to take a night off. I ain't going to hold you. I, I, I'd only call it dynamite and replays later in the night, but there's been just so much wrestling, so much wrestling news, so much wrestling shows, movies, looking at screeners, doing wrestling business. Uh, it's, a lot to, it's a lot to take in, but um, yeah. that's why we're here. I'm officially going to Hershey on Friday to see John Cena live in person. Ooh, okay. Okay. Well, you're not going to see John Cena oh, that's in right. person. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> that should be a good yeah, show. That, yeah, that'll be fun. So, yeah, the wrestling content consumption continues. I know it's a good show when you're going. Like when, like Dave, you have- no. This is my nephew. My nephew uh, was actually I didn't even know he t- he talked to my wife. It's my my wife's nephew. Okay, she was like, "Do you know any way to get tickets for you know SmackDown?" I was like, "Yeah, I can give somebody a call. Who knows if we can buy them, whatever." And and uh, she was like, "Yeah, Noah really wants to see John Cena." Oh, and by the way, this is not little nephew. He's twenty four you know like whatever <laughs> but he's gotten really into wrestling over the past year or so okay and he's like yeah this could be a last chance to see john cena live but i was just like you know what that is a good reason to go gonna bring my boys we're all gonna go out there uh my wife's coming her sister's coming it's gonna be a big family endeavor and you know it's, it's gonna be the start of something because he's he's here for the next seven weeks so something's going down he's not just gonna come and say hey we should have a wrestlemania here one day like, I think a program's going to start with Cena, so that's really interesting. They should just do the Undertaker thing again. He should just come out on Friday, call out the Undertaker, and then he <laughs> never shows up. There's just seven <laughs> weeks of Cena calling him out. No, yeah, it'll, 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 it'll be really fun. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Also, I like, I know, I mean, listen, I lived in New York for 20 years. So I love New York, love Barclays Center, love MSG, love all the places to go see wrestling around there. But I do love driving west to see wrestling. Mm. It's just like it, you, you're kind of out there in in the real America. You know, I, I was you about to say to what, what route. What route do you take to Hershey, Pennsylvania? Are, is that For, a, is that a per, park Parkway Drive? Is that a Turnpike? I don't. I've done it a couple times. I don't even remember. But it's a really easy drive. It's a okay. really easy like hour forty five. Nice, you know, nice, which isn't nice, always. Nice. You know, sometimes that's long. But it's right by Hershey Park. You know, there's an amusement park there. We've taken the kids. To, you know. The last great. time I was in Hershey, I went to see Wiz Khalifa and Mac Miller on tour. And I was mm. writing, I was writing a cover story on Wiz Khalifa, 
uh, out there and I got unbelievably high with him at the, <laughs> at the end of the story. Uh, it's called immersion I'm, journalism, I believe oh, is the industry term. <laughs> listen, I, I've told this story many times, but the last time I went to Hershey, Pennsylvania, uh, I never smoked a dab before. This has uh-huh. got to be like 12 years ago now at this point, almost 10, over 10 years ago now. And uh, he was like, yeah, come smoke a dab with us. And and uh, I didn't know what it was. Uh, I know what it is now. And it looks very dangerous, right? It's it, <laughs> the the preparation of a dab looks just dangerous. It looks very crackish. It looks very intimidating. Like yeah. instead of just your your run to the mill joint roll or whatever, like it's like a wax that they burn, like not, not even burn, like they got to blowtorch yeah. the wax, and then you smoke the vapor from the wax. It's a, it's a whole process, but. Yeah, kids, don't try this at home. I did it once. I never did it again, but at least I could say I did it with Wiz Khalifa. Pause. I smoked with Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> got really high with him, and it's like, hey, if you're going to do it, you got to do it with that dude. So, yeah. Hershey, Pennsylvania. John Cena. Can't wait. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, you said you, you know, you didn't catch Dynamite Live. You didn't miss a whole lot. There's an incredible Orange Cassidy promo. Oh, I caught that. Talk about that. Caught that on Twitter. But there was a lot of read for a lot of different reasons. Um, uh, this wasn't a very uh, active episode of Dynamite. I know they gave some folks the week or the day off to to go to Bray Wyatt's funeral if they so wanted to go. A lot of the people that lived in Florida were were stuck. They couldn't fly because of the. The, uh, the hurricane hurricane yeah um not chain helms for the record uh and uh and then there were a few notable suspensions which is why this is all relevant um uh as discussed this week and discussed everywhere online apparently cm punk and jack perry got into a little shoving match pie facing choking out situation backstage before all in really even started. So it's definitely not a work, is what you're saying, Dave. <laughs> I still don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm giving myself still over to sure. the possibility that it could be a work. Uh, here's the thing. I, I don't think it's a work, but, but but if it were, it's an interesting conversation only because, remember after the original pipe bomb, Summer of Punk, all that kind of stuff, and then Punk said, like, I'm out of here, and then he came back, like, 45 minutes later, you know, oh, to wrestle yeah. at SummerSlam. Um, that is when you take, you know, you got, you. there's what would really be a cool story, butts up against what we need to, you know, make the most money, uh, and, and it can be awkward. That would be really weird if this were a work, and they were like, no, we're going to tell the best possible story instead of having a single main event match on our next big show in Chicago. You know, like, it's a, it's a, it's a tough look. Um, I guess Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley could presumably could be the main event at All Out. I'm looking at the card. I mean, it's a little bit, um, a little bit uncertain. Um, I mean, you mentioned the Orange Cassidy promo uh, being the one thing to, to to watch after Dynamite, and I don't know if if you missed it, if you haven't seen it, you can go check it out on AEW's X page, Twitter page, whatever the hell we're calling it these days. And it seemed as out of character as I've probably ever seen Orange Cassidy. It was passionate, and it, I, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if they were the if they were the main event, and he was speaking like somebody who deserved the main event of All Out. You yeah, know, it, he was. He kind of sounded like you know he said something along the lines of you know, but I'm still here. I'm still wrestling. Basically saying like, forget all the other BS that's happening. I'm the one actually 
wrestling every single week on every single show as you know this workhorse champion uh for the company and i mean after that promo if he's not the main event i mean you you, you damn sure better make it <laughs> yeah i mean and, and listen he's he's in there against moxley who is the previous reigning workhorse of the company i mean these two guys I mean, the, the only other match that you would put on last if the card that exists now is the card and who knows I mean, you could do the MJF Adam Cole tag match for the Ring of Honor titles last, just because that's your champion. That's your main. That's your main feud. If you ha- if, if you don't do that, then I. I mean, there there is a world in which you could imagine Omega Takeshita would be the main event. But the but the the reason why you wouldn't do that is everything that Kenny Omega has going for him outside, except for straight up work rate, is has he sort of passed that mantle to guys to like Moxley and Orange Cassidy, right? I mean, the being like the face of the company, the guy that goes out there and puts on epic matches, saves the day, you know, like Moxley and OC are kind of those guys, you know, they, they have just as much stake in that argument as, as, as Omega does. So I think that that's the move. I think, I think it's, I think it's OC and Mox. I mean, but, um, and that's, that is a sort of match, too, that could really benefit from being in the main event. It will feel like a giant match if it's there. Now, it would be it would be slightly better if they built to that as a main event prior to one week out because now they're kind of up a creek. But, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Also, maybe you would just... I don't think you have to, like, like hotshot any of the MJF Adam Cole storyline to figure out a way to have an MJF match at this show. You know, just to have a title match, just do MJF versus Roddy Strong or something. But they're keeping that one. They're keeping that train on its, you know, previous schedule. So, okay, that's fine. I'm never going to complain about that. I'm the long-term storytelling um, guy, you know, and I I will always and I will always be on that side, uh, even on a toss up. Anyway. What is the rest of the CM Punk news that we have to talk about? So, so CM Punk, we alluded to in the, in the in the cold open questions, apparently said, I effing hate this job many times backstage. I We had heard stuff like that. I think it had been reported, but I certainly, if it hadn't been reported, heard it from other sources uh, at times, even since his return. You know, I mean, he was, that was the whole, that was sort of his vibe. And maybe when he came back, he was excited to kind of take ownership of Collision and have this whole little kingdom there maybe he was really motivated to get to all in and to be a part of this largest grossing wrestling event of all time or largest ticket sale wrestling event of all time there was a lot of things to keep him going it's just sort of unbelievable that like on the way to the ring at that event he does he gets into a little skirmish and gets suspended pending an investigation again yeah yeah i mean i don't know the best thing they could possibly do here if it's not a work is they should strip him of the <laughs> <laughs> of the title that he gave of the himself? unofficial title. <laughs> so then, when he comes back, he can be like the double unofficial champion. Like oh give it to gosh. give it to Ricky. Oh, by the way, that was that. That's the news that that Sean Ross Sapp, I believe, reported yesterday is that it was supposed to be Punk versus Ricky Starks as the main event mm. for the for the the, for the real world title. championship, the real world championship. Yeah. The real, real, and then he'll come back. It'll be the real, real world. <laughs> this is like this is like if Hulk Hogan uh, came back after Bash at the Beach, after <laughs> after pitting Jeff Jarrett. All right. Like, oh it's yeah. Like, it's like if he came back, it's like, whoa, guys, brother, nobody pinned me, brother. Still the champ, brother. Um, I don't know, man. I, wrestling is such a 
unique form of sports and entertainment because of something just like this, right? Like last week I was talking about just how much I kind of appreciate the old schoolness of CM Punk and, you know, uh, we can talk this out or we can handle this like gentlemen. And that's just me as a fan, right? But I can completely understand how difficult it must be to work or run a sort of wrestling promotion with that sort of instability uh, from one of your top guys and, and a person who just moves the needle in every single direction, man. Like, no matter... As 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 messed up as the situation has to be for AEW right now, um, the one reason why we care so much is because of who's involved. And CM Punk, for better or for worse, has moved the needle in so many different ways, whether it's good, bad, negative, positive. Um, everything he does just matters. And the fact that now he's not afraid to throw blows and has thrown blows more than one occasion. I mean, I've only heard, I mean, shit, we heard he was difficult to work with in WWE. And uh, and there was only one instance that I can recall off top that got physical. And that was with what, Teddy Hart, I think. And I think as the story goes or the, or the, or the legend goes, like Teddy Hart kind of, you know, Got the Deserted? better of him. Oh, got the better of him. All right. <laughs> got the better of him in that situation. So, I mean, like, as crazy as, as I guess, the punk time in WWE must have been, there's got to be a small part of him in the back of his head that was like, oh, man, it was never like this. Like, unless shit was really, really buttoned up back then, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if it's just a lot easier for things to leak out in AEW now because of people that are involved and not necessarily being under the thumb of of a Vince man led organization um he's got to believe that it's 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 never been this bad one he's got to believe it's never been this bad and two he's got to at least acknowledge his own sort of part oh <laughs> that's like, a tough one that's the tough one right like i think out of out of everything and i can i can 1 million percent of the time here out of devil's advocate. But after a while, like you gotta be like, all right, maybe it's, maybe it's you brother. Like maybe, you know, good, bad, wrong, right. And different. Like there's respect on being able to be a man of, of, of principle and stand on your, on your, on your high ground. And if you feel like, if you feel something, you stood on it, 10 toes down, I can always yeah. respect that. Uh-huh. But, but now it's getting to the point where it's just like, all right, so what next? Like, what do you do now? Like, you're putting your boss, the owner of the company, in a, in a, in a messed up situation. You've alienated. A- well, apparently he had a shouting match with him backstage. Yeah, like, you're now it's just like, all right. As a wrestling fan that can always find money in the real shit that's happening off screen and being able to bring that on TV to draw more money, after a while, you have to wonder if it's even worth it. <laughs> after a while, you got to be like, all right, is, is the juice worth the, worth the squeeze anymore? Like, is he, has he done anything since, in my opinion, the MJF feud that on paper, on TV, is worth all of this? And I think a lot of people are starting to realize maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I keep thinking about that John Moxley promo right after the punk stuff happened. 
when he was basically just like, listen, like, I know you love the guy, but he's kind of a dick. Like, I'm paraphrasing here, but, like, that was the long and short of the Moxie promo. And it just keeps ringing truer and truer and truer. And it makes me wonder how they're going to handle Chicago and the United Center this Saturday and how they're going to, not just how they're going to address it, but how that Chicago crowd is going to feel. Because I think at this point, I think even... Even Chicago wrestling fans have to be like, all right, like, what the fuck is going? Like, what are we doing here at this point? Yeah, you know? it's like Brett screwed Brett, except it's kind of real. Right? Yeah, at this point, just it's like, like, this is my ticket money. I'm I'm buying two pay-per-views in a row from you guys in, in consecutive weeks. And if you're a Chicago wrestling fan who lives and dies with CM Punk, mm-hmm. at some point, you got to be like, you know what? fuck that guy, right? Like, I want to watch a good show. Like, I want to see some, some. I want to see something that I paid my hard-earned money towards. And if this dude can't have better ways of dealing with conflict backstage, that it's now affecting the way that I enjoy my wrestling product, especially if I'm a diehard Chicago CM Punk fan, I got to wonder if it's even worth all this shit anymore. Yep. You, you, got, you have to at some point. Sure. I mean, yes. i think that's where we are yeah i mean i can't i can't imagine you're right wrestling is it you start off by saying wrestling is a very specific very interesting you know product art form where where real shit could happen i think that's a big let yes the big i jokingly said the best match the best AEW match this week was you know backstage and off camera uh the one that we're all talking about anyway but the problem is with wrestling it's one thing if like oh i bought tickets to go see whoever I bought tickets to go see KD play and he's injured, you know, or whatever, you know, like, and, 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 you know, that, that's one thing. That's a disappointment. Uh, if it's like, I bought tickets to go see KD play and he got injured doing something stupid to himself. Right. It's just like, then you're like, man, now I'm mad at you. Yeah. Not only are you injured, but like now that you did this, um, but you know what you know, you know, yeah, but, but you show up, you can still get to watch a game. With wrestling, there's this expectation that all this, anything that we're talking about, that anything, any of this drama, whatever, eventually will play itself out. Like it pays off. And by paying off, I mean, it's going to happen. Something will happen in Chicago this weekend that'll make it, you know, that'll like, but but if, but if when the real stuff like this, when HR gets involved, there's not a payoff, as we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. From Brawl Out One. I've been <laughs> I've been holding out hope that we eventually get brawl out one to play out in front of our screens and in, in the ring, all that type of stuff. And I think that's why people like me, who I, I you know, I'll I'll say I'm much more of a CM Punk apologist than I'll like to let on. But you know, uh, now it's at the point where it's probably not going to happen, right? <laughs> like I don't know I, how I you can, I don't know how you can do. I don't know how you can do a punk versus elite storyline at this point with like we've worked ourselves into such a shoot with yeah, all the CM not, Punk stuff. It's, and, and who knows? I mean, they might get him. It's punk might get himself suspended again, and they're on the way to that one. Let me you tell know? you, like, it's like, bro, I CM Punk and Samoa Joe just had a, a, a fantastic match, which apparently. The ma- they were the match went off be- mostly because of Samoa Joe because yeah. he was just like we got to do this this yeah. is my match like come on yeah like he's the one that broke up the fight which by the way remember for there was a minute where it looked like uh, Samoa Joe was going to like work in talent relations in WWE after one of his 
after he did. His, he did for a he minute. He did. He was yeah, like yeah. he was working back there, but like that was going to be his future. And then he moved to AEW and kind of restarted again. But that's what you need in talent relations, man. Not just a dude who's as smart and is like you know like well liked and respected as Samoa Joe, but someone who can just get in the middle of a fight and pull people up by their <laughs> by like the scruff <laughs> like of their neck these, these and little, just be these like, little no. motherfuckers, you stop now, <laughs> right? Like it, we've worked ourselves into such a shoot that like the most interesting CM Punk matches, if CM Punk ever does decide to return to wrestle, are matches we're probably not going to see for legal reasons. How fucking whack is that, right? Like it's crazy. It, it's whack. Like uh, you, you just mentioned, the proposed main event for All Out would have been CM Punk versus Ricky Starks, and I love me some Ricky Starks. Oh, love them. Yeah. Does not move me now. Like does not feel like a, a match that I'd, I'd want to watch. Do you think Ricky Starks is going over CM Punk in Chicago? No. You know what I mean? Like oh no, the, yeah. The, the, all the interesting matchups with CM Punk are people that he's not going to be able to wrestle. I want to see him work Kenny. I want to see him work Jack Perry now. I want to see him. See, this is what there's a billionaire out there who's going to make a lot of money just doing like the CM Punk real beef league. And, <laughs> and just be like, oh, you guys really don't like each other? Yes. Here, take this money and and, and settle it. Um, but nah, man, it's again, I want to be clear. I, I, I respect the fact that, you know, uh, CM Punk doesn't let shit linger. And I guess this was his way of trying to run his his side of the ship in AEW. Uh, but it's at the point now where you have to wonder if this is even worth it. And I, I don't think it is anymore. I mean... I, but you think they're going to let him go? I don't think they're going to let him go. I just think they're, they're in such a, a weird situation because now it's like, all right, if he comes back, then what? Are we supposed to pretend none of this happened again? Are we just going to hear little subliminals about Adam Page or Jack Perry or Omega and then never be able to pay it off with a match? Like, like yeah, are you going to start off a, another feud with somebody randomly? The only people that are like willing to work with you and not have it be even nearly as interesting because we spend weeks and podcasts and and YouTube shows discussing what happens with punk that nobody has seen on camera. Like mm -hmm. that's the type of bullshit that you kind of worked yourselves into now because of the dynamics back there. And I can't speak to it. I don't know how it's like over there, but it's just disappointing as a fan, you know, because that's that's the most interesting thing happening with him and we're probably never going to see it pay off on screen. Sheesh, you make it sound so sad. It is sad. It is sad. Before this Jack Perry shit, in a perfect world, the elite, I mean, the Young Bucks and FDR have a great fucking match. Everybody has beers afterwards. And they're like, you know what, man? We need to, we need to, mm. you know what I mean? Like this would have been the, this, this was supposed to be the first step into the eventual CMFTR versus the elite, like six man tag or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Now yet, it's 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 even further away than it was three months ago. <laughs> it's further away last year than it was, you know, uh, this past Sunday. It's 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 disappointing as a fan. I would hope one day that they all become somebody. They all become adults. They work it out, and then you give us the story we want to see in the ring because that's all we really care about. This is fun to talk about for podcasts and stuff, but. What we really care about is what we see on TV, what we see in Dude, the Dude, I love doing these podcasts. I love talking about wrestling. I love, you know, whatever. Uh, in 10 years, when we talk about CM Punk's run in AEW, we'll mention this stuff, but I guarantee you won't be going back to listen to any old podcast about it. No. 
No, like we'll mention it. We're gonna we're gonna go back and watch what happened in the ring. And if the, if we don't get any of this stuff in the ring, you know, what is it really worth? What is it really worth? Anyway, Punk may be done with AEW again. Is <laughs> he still worth? Is he? We gotta ask because this is a podcast that no one's gonna listen to in ten years. Is if if Punk got just straight up fired tomorrow, does WWE give him a call? Be like, what are you doing? What are you doing for WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, I think, I think, I think it's been long enough. I think um, I don't necessarily know if that's the sort of personality that you would want back there, but I would assume that he would have a much different personality if he would head there. But if you're calling Punk, you're not calling him to 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 work the live events and work in you know uh, every single weekend just to compete. You know, you use him as a special attraction. And I think he's worth being a special attraction. I think he's worth uh, some main event, big time feuds or whatever. But if WWE doesn't call him and AEW does think, all right, we're, we're done with this. We don't want to deal with this guy anymore. Like, what else does he do? Comics? Does he go back to acting? Does he, you know, run it back on the heels? Well, I think he's like, got. I think he's got plenty of money. He's got plenty and, of money. Yes, and he's doing he's doing great work on heels. Yes, great work on heels. But I don't know. I would if I'm if I'm WWE, I definitely call him one thousand percent. If I'm the Stars Network, I spin off Ricky Rabies into his own show. <laughs> Let him go solve like solve crimes in the South. I, I just I just get the feeling that. <laughs> You call Punk on the sense of what's the worst that can happen, right? Like he's not going to get nearly the the ability to swing dick and put nuts on the table like he would, would in AEW, right? He'd have to come in and kind of fall in line. Wait, he's not going to have the ability to do what? He's not going to be able to dick swing like he would in AEW. Oh, okay, like, okay. you know, he won't be able to, he doesn't have as much, he's not as big a star as the WWE guys to, to be, to put it bluntly. And he probably wouldn't have as much, um, you know, uh, backstage moxie as he would in AEW. Um, but to bring him back as a, as a, as a special talent, a special attraction for premium live events to not work house shows for sure. Why not? I mean, I still think there's a place for him in the WWE hall of fame. But until then, uh, why wouldn't you call him? You, 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 you try your best to make every show as big as possible. And there's but a bunch of fresh-ass matchups that he would have in WWE that is probably a lot more intriguing than it, there is in AEW now since he keeps beating people up for real and getting into fights <laughs> in the locker room. So uh, I, would, I would be interested in seeing that, to be honest. All right. Well, what about I, you? I mean, would you see it? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I think it's more a question is like, does WWE even bother? Right? I think they bother. I think there have been worse falling outs that, that they've eventually came home and eventually. But if you're in a world where like WWE, the brand name is selling, the, is selling out the arenas, you know, how many more? I guess you're going to sell out of merch, you know. One more but they're, match. But they're, they're all, here's another thing. They're not even in the position where they need a CM Punk. That's what I mean. <laughs> right? Like, they're, they're like, oh, well, so maybe it'll actually work. It would actually work because they don't need him. Like, yeah, that, that's what mm -hmm. I was thinking. Like, he wouldn't have the ability to dick swing. You'd have to fall in line because it's like, you're not even, 
you're not even the biggest star on his show. Like you wouldn't command nearly the attention that everybody else commands. Like you wouldn't be a bigger deal than Roman Reigns. You wouldn't be a bigger deal than Bianca Belair. You wouldn't be a bigger deal than Cody Rhodes. You wouldn't be a bigger deal than the Usos. Like Seth Rollins, maybe. You know what I mean? Um, and even it's 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 questionable with Cody. And I think Cody is arguably bigger than CM Punk right now. Um, so he'd definitely have to fall in line if he would if he would come back. But who, I genuinely feel bad for the brass at AEW. Like nobody wants to be in this sort of position with, with somebody that has this much this much um this much uh influence within your yeah. locker room and your roster like it's a well, it doesn't even seem like he's in he's particularly in the wrong in this one unless you just That's think any thing. kind of physical combat contact is wrong so it's not like this really isn't like as much of a cm punk conversation as it could be but except you know after what happened you got to kind of do what you're supposed to do i mean that's sort of the thing Listen, everything that i read doesn't paint CM Punk as the aggressor at all. Doesn't paint CM Punk as somebody who was in the wrong, especially if you're an authority figure. But that doesn't change the fact that there's other ways to handle certain things because now you're messing up the gate. Like that's the bottom line. Like, and that, that's what I want to be clear about. Like, no matter how you feel about CM Punk, who was wrong, who handled what, you had Chicago for three days this coming weekend. And it, and we can't advertise you like that's that's almost half of your draw right there like that's uh, you know so at the bottom at the end of the day once you start affecting the bottom line you gotta things things you know heads gotta start rolling. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. What do you want? Let's talk about All Out. Let's just run through this card really quick. Um, because yeah, we talked about a lot of it already. So anyway, the card for All Out, as it stands, is uh, Moxley versus Orange Cassidy. Who you got? Um, 
I think Mox wins. I think Mox wins too. Uh, I think this is just a, the pro. I think OC comes out wins the the feud in the end. But I think that this is the somehow Mox wins and and o, and OC has to regroup. Yeah, the dude has been getting his ass whooped for the better part of two years, and um, he's still going. and And they're acknowledging how much of a workhorse champion he is. And there's no shame in losing to John Moxley, who is a is a wrecking machine for AEW. Uh, so it, I I think there's going to be a Mox victory also. Uh, well, yeah, that was that went by without a debate. All right, nope. Darby Allen, Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus for the TNT Championship. I'd like to see Darby Allen win this. Um, the the Christian Luchasaurus story is funny. It's enjoyable. Um, but, you know, uh, there's been so much talk about the TNT title not uh, having the same sort of, um, you know, shine that it's had in years past. That I think putting it back on Darby Allen would help uh, elevate part it. Part of the reason it more. doesn't have the shine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Darby would, may- would maybe be a better. Standard bearer, flag bearer, torch bearer, bearing of something. Uh, but the international championship took it a lot of it, it, part of the problem is they created this other belt, which gets more attention. That is right? true. That is true. But yeah, I think Darby, I mean, Darby doesn't need, need a belt. And I, I mean, I think it's a better prop for Luchasaurus and Christian, but uh, yeah, I feel like Darby. It's a toss up for storyline purposes, but I feel like Darby's going to, I'll go with Darby. What do you got? You got Darby? Um, it doesn't feel like it's going to be the end of the run, so I'm going to go Luchasaurus retaining. Yeah, and then that's you know. where I am. I mean, I could go either way, but I'm, I'll just go with Darby for the hell of it. Cool. Um, uh, next we got the TBS Championship match: Ruby Soho versus Champ Chris Statlander. It's good to be good to see Chris Statlander back on a big show. Feels like she's going to win. She's going to retain here. Where's Jade? Where is Jade? That's all I care about whenever I see the TBS title. Um, she didn't get a rematch after uh, Double or Nothing, uh, defending the title twice in one night. Hasn't been seen on TV for a long time. Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander, it's going to be a hell of a match. Um, I Ruby Soho has some momentum. Um, Chris Statlander, I think, is... Uh, has been a great rehabilitation project since her injury. So I'm going to go with Chris Statlander here. But I hope we start hearing from Jade, man. Like, I don't know where she's doing. I don't know where she's at. But I would love to see what the hell's happening there and getting that women's division kind of kind of. I think if anybody again. would know what she's doing and where she's at, it'd be you. So it would you be. Know. I, 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 listen, I have, I have my many sources. <laughs> but... It would be nice to see Jade Cargo return very, very soon to the ring. But uh, who's, who's, to know? who's to say? Who's to say? Next up, Miro versus Powerhouse Ops. Both Ooh. of these guys are sort of stuck in whatever. The, the DVD is jammed in the player, and it's just sort of skipping in the same scene over and over again. Yeah. Um, uh, Miro, by the way, notably did not get into an altercation with CM Punk backstage at all. And apparently there, there were, there were reports that he had also, but I think they had a joking conversation about <laughs> fighting after the Jack Perry incident. And somehow that got reported up. I, it's been corrected. Now I have no idea, man, both these guys could really deserve, could really do something with a win here. They could, you know, both of these guys need to win. So what do you do? Uh, maybe you just have them brawl. Maybe you have them flip over a truck and they both, 
collapse and it's a double count out or something like that. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, this is a, this is a cast special right here. Big meaty men bumping meat. Uh, Miro almost never loses in AEW, and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs uh, though has a bright future and has been really great lately. Uh, I still don't think he's really found that thing yet. So it probably makes the most sense to keep Miro looking good and looking strong and building that up. But it also makes sense for, like you said, if I had the pen, if I had the pen. Um, this this would make a great no contest. Like if if they just found a way to just do some radical, just destructive thing to each other, where both of them gets counted out, or both of them gets double pinned, or both of them don't answer the the bell or something like that, and it's just a fucking uh just beat down of of two giants going one going against one another. Uh, I'd like that more. But if I had to pick a winner, I'm gonna go with Miro. I can't pick a winner. I really think it's a, I really think it's a kind of, I mean, it's a, I think I'm just going to officially go with just like schmoz no or contest. whatever the category, no contest. Gotcha. Okay. That's I can't think my way past it. Otherwise I'd just be making something up. So that's what I'm <laughs> going to go with. Uh, F- oh, this was just announced last night. FTR and the Young Bucks are joining forces to take on Bullet Club Gold. Now, the star power is heavily aligned on the FTR and Buck side. Uh, having them try to work together, I think, will be the story. Bullet Club Gold obviously has more unity. Um, but I think the betting money is going to be so heavily skewed in favor of FTR and the Bucks, it would make me want to place a bet for BCG. It would make the most sense for BCG to win this match. Um, FTR and the Young Bucks literally just fought each other this week. <laughs> like, storyline-wise, as great of a tag teams that they are uh, within each other, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense if... They team up for one night and beat a, a collective unit like the Bullet Club. Um, and they could use a signature win and a signature win against two of the best tag teams uh, joining forces uh, would would really establish Bullet Club gold within the AEW. They've had a bunch of great matches on Collision. I think the guns are really starting to come into their own as as an act and and, and all that. Um, so I'm gonna go BCG here, man. I think I think they're I think they're gonna walk away with this. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned the star power. You mentioned the star power, but I do believe Jay White is like the singular like best guy out of everybody. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's like team wise, match wise, yes, FTR, yes, the Bucks. But I think if we're going individuals, like all eight of those guys, I'm drafting Jay White one. Sure, okay, yeah, but but there's but listen, there are just so many ways in which you can book this match where one of the guns takes the pin right and, you know the and the ftr and the bucks just get to look like a million bucks so, i mean you know like matt and nick matt and nick have ate some pins like they're they're not they're not a no, I'm, I'm just saying in the in the in the total range of all the possible endings to this match if you really like put percentage odds to all of them i think you know colton gun taking the melter driver after a 15 minute fun match it's and you know is is the is a pretty high probability finish right because it doesn't really change the status quo for one of the guns to eat a pin after like all of the baby faces rail on them for a while but yeah you know, i guess they are big yeah you know, the guns are a big time tag team now so whatever maybe i'm just being crazy change it to juice robinson maybe i don't know <laughs> uh anyway bullet club gold we agree shane taylor 
is on the card against Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor World Television Champion. Like me some Shane Taylor. Like me uh, some this, Shane this Taylor. This is a Samoa Joe walk, if there ever was one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of story here, though, with the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Shane Taylor was the last Ring of Honor TV champion before they went uh, down, uh, went out yep. of business until Tony Khan bought him. So this is uh, Shane Taylor's biggest match, I'd like to say. Um, I think he'll have a great showing. I think he's going to give Samoa Joe all he can handle but yes I'm 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 leaning uh to Joey Samoe uh with the with the submission win on Shane Taylor This feels like another opportunity where you I mean listen I'm not going to you're right about the Shane Taylor backstory I like Shane Taylor this is probably going to be one of the first matches on the card not that big of a deal and there's a ton of star power on here but could they have just been like hey let's just hot shot a Samoa Joe Hangman Page match so we have one more big star power event or something. I mean, is that would would you have done something like that if you were if you had the book? Uh I don't know. I I, I mean, Samoa Joe is probably the biggest name in Ring of Honor, and that's counting their their world champion uh, Claudio. Um, it wouldn't make much sense to to take the title off of Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe is smart enough. To no, I'm make... not saying take the title off. I'm just saying, would you do something else with Samoa Joe since he's so famous? Like, let's put him in a big giant match. Well, I think this is a good thing to do, though. I think you know, uh, this is a good opportunity to to make Shane Taylor uh, be a, a a viable person because he's been doing his thing on the Ring of Honor television, and you know, not that if you're not subscribed to Honor Club, like you may not be super aware of Shane Taylor, but this is a great use of Samoa Joe. He just worked last week. He's obviously had a, a, a very busy six days uh, yeah, he, wrestling. He, he, worked, he worked two matches. He, he was worked. the special guest enforcer in one, and then he ended... <laughs> he was working a couple nights. Uh, he got two paychecks that night. Uh, but I think it is a perfectly good use of Samoa Joe. Um, helping to make a Ring of Honor guy or, or uh, giving them an opportunity to really showcase what they're all about and how tough they are. I think it's great. Um, and I don't know. I think, uh, I, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine Samojo doing anything else, especially with the, the the position he's kind of in after working this feud with CM Punk. And now CM Punk is pretty, most likely not even going to be there. Uh, so that's another thing that sucks about this whole thing. <laughs> even if you wanted to do something cool with Samojo, you probably can't. True. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, all right, uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Takeshita. This is going to be this is going to be a huge one. Um, again, feels like this could go. This feud is going to keep going, though, right? So, what do you do? Uh, this could kind of go either way. We just talked about this some on Mondays. So you listeners can re-listen to that if you haven't. But Takeshita got the pin over Omega at All In. So now you think, oh well, Omega's going to get it back, but. Maybe Takeshita just keeps whooping him, man. Um, this is the first time Omega and Takeshita are one on one, right? Yes, I believe. I mean, they've been in the ring together many times. Okay. I believe this is their first one on one match. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, wrestling logic would tell you that if you got your L uh, in the tag team match, you usually get your lick back in the one on one. But yeah. since Kenny, that's what I'm saying. But it's going to be so. But it would be so shocking. So do we just do they just go for it? Because this is what we talked about on Monday. Take there's there's very little historical precedent for someone coming in and getting the push that Takesh is getting. Right, right. That's true. And then now, though, I mean, to make matters even more significant, there's this perception that he's the guy, that he's such a made man. So everything they're going to be doing with him is like under the microscope 
a little bit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people are going to have like opinions on everything they do. So, so maybe that the best the best choice there is to have Kenny go over. You know, I think he's gotten a lot. You mentioned it. There hasn't been a whole lot of people who've come in and and gotten that much, uh, just cachet immediately uh, from Japan to to AEW. Um, I don't think it'll hurt hurt him if he loses this match. I don't think it's going to be a case of. It, I don't think people will look at it in the same case as if like Jericho's working a younger no, guy and Jericho listen, goes over. I I, to- I totally completely agree with you. I just think that that makes so much sense that it feels like they're going to go, they're going to zag a little bit. Yeah. No, nah, I think, I think I'm going to go with and also there's a Don Callis and everything. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to Kesha just to be, just to do it. You can, you got, you got Omega. I'm taking I, I don't on think this. there's no wrong answers here. Uh, ring of honor tag team championship, MJF and Adam Cole versus the winners of the ring of honor tag team battle Royal. I think after if, if they didn't pull any triggers at all, at all in, are they really going to break up this tag team at all out? Unless it's in the main event, unless this becomes a big thing, unless they do what we some people thought they would do at all in and have them break up in the tag team match, and then we're just going to announce a championship match main event on the fly. You know, unless something like that happens, I think you know our, our the best friends. No, not the best friends. The, these two great buddies emerge with the titles. Um, you agree? I agree. Um, seems like if they don't pull the trigger, if they didn't pull the trigger in Wembley, I didn't think they were going to yeah, exactly. wait until United Center. So, yeah. Uh, and week- they just announced Kingdom, uh, Eddie Kingston and Shibata versus Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Um, oh, that just, should be a fun one. I think Kingston and Shibata got that one. Agreed? I'm going to go Claudio Wheeler Yuta. I, I think, you know, as much as I love both of those guys, uh, Kingston and Shibata, uh, you know, I'm gonna go Claudio and Yuta just for right. just for argument's sake. Uh, I respect that. I re- <laughs> just to make the case. Just to make the case. Well, that's it. That's all out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So anyway, that's All Out. All Out is Sunday, and then that's Sunday night. Monday, I mean, Saturday night. Monday night is raw for the record. Saturday night we have WWE Payback. Um, two big shows this weekend. WWE's is uh gonna be live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The PPG <laughs> every time I read the PPG Paints Arena, I think it's the PPG Pants Arena. Uh, <laughs> what are anyway. PPG fans? I, I don't know. I just think it's uh, just pants is just funny, a funny word. Yeah. Um uh, and now, yeah, we got a bunch more matches to run through now because now we're going to talk about this one. All right. We'll start at the bottom. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest of the Judgment Day in a Steel City street fight for the Tag Team Championship. Um, we know there's been a lot of dissension, a lot of grumbling and mumbling going on in the Judgment Day. J.D. McDonough is at the center of a lot of that. I appreciate J.D. McDonough getting into a shoving match with with Damian Priest on Raw and taking his ponytail down to engage in the fight. 
kind of letting his hair down a little bit. I would think you put your hair up to get into the fight. I don't know. No, he, he let his down. You need that slick um, bag. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. After their last match, Kevin Owens looked like had been injured and seen and really looked like he like broke some ribs or bruised some ribs in their last match. Like you remember how he was like Cody was like trying to raise his arm and he was like holding it real close. Either he was sounding like crazy. Or I thought he, I really thought he was hurt. Not that big of a deal. Obviously, he hasn't been working since then. Um, but that could explain some of the street fightiness of this whole thing. I don't know. I just don't know. The Judgment Day feel like what matters here. And so I'm going to go with the Judgment Day win. But I, I don't know that you need these guys to have the belt to accomplish something that Priest having the briefcase doesn't. But it just feels like the way they're going. This team this sort of these two guys. I don't know. These two, these two guys who don't like each other, but they're in this group together, and Rhea Ripley is kind of pushing them around. And I, I don't know, man. What do you think? Well, Rhea was like, if they don't leave with all the gold, uh, there's going to be some changes um, to the Judgment Day. And there's definitely a scenario where ju- payback ends and Judgment Day. I think Day we're going to have... be done with the Judgment Day? No, I think there's a scenario where payback oh. ends and. Damien Priest is the world heavyweight champion and tag team champion okay. and women's champion. And I mean, Damian he's Priest not, he's not the, the women's, women's champion. <laughs> Sorry. Rhea Ripley's the women's champion. <laughs> I like where you're going with Dominic this. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a, there's a world where they can leave payback with every member of the judge. Yeah, we've been Day fantasy booking this forever. Are they really going to do it now? Well, they're on the poster. If there's any time to well, do it, no, no, but there, but the, po- you know, the poster doesn't mean anything. You know, if there's any the posters learn, like who, from wrestling yeah, po- posters. That means posters, something happened. The, the posters are just negotiated by the wrestlers union. And everybody gets a shot. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So they're going to win all the belts? I think they're going to win the tag team titles. Okay, um, I think they're going to win the tag team titles too. I think Rhea Ripley 100% goes over. We don't even have to go in order here. Rhea, Rhea Ripley will not lose to Raquel Rodriguez. That's my stone cold iron That's your lock. lock. Okay. Um, uh, and then Damian Priest cashing in. I think it's a possibility. Um, they've been really playing up Seth Rollins' back uh, for this entire feud. Um, but what do they do? Do they do the Nakamura win followed by the the, the, the classic title change followed by the cash in? That way, Seth doesn't take the. Well, I guess he does take a lot. I don't know. I just I don't think Seth loses. I don't think Seth loses on Saturday. I think he emerges as the as the title holder with the title. Although I wouldn't mind seeing Nakamura win. I just don't have any interest in Damian Priest right now, as yet, as WWE or as uh, world heavyweight champion. Oof. I don't Is know. Is that just me? I mean, yeah, it might be. I, I think I, I think there's interest there in Damian Priest being the world champ. Um, especially on I'm Raw. not saying I don't want, I'm not saying that guy should never be the champion. I'm just you saying think right now you think there's more. I'm just not there yet. I don't, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of interested in what's going on with the judgment day, like whatever, but like, no, him and like Nakamura and Rollins are both higher on my guy. I think who should be champion rankings right now than he is. I mean, these Nakamura promos have been so good and this entire run has been so good, even though it's been so short. That would seem like it's so quick to pull the trigger on Shinsuke Nakamura, but it's never quick to pull the trigger on Shinsuke because he's awesome. And him as the world champion, just 
This has nothing to do with Seth Rollins as a world champion. I just believe a title this new that's supposed to be the workhorse world champion title. I got it. I love. I want to see it get some lineage, man. I love to see some new blood on it. I love to see somebody new get that. And um, Damian Priest being the second person to hold that title uh, seems like something new, something that can establish a new lineage. Um, and he's been. So you're into it. He's into. I'm into it, man. He's he's low key been a workhorse for the past several years, and he was the United States champion. Sure. He was putting on bangers every single night. No dispute and, there, um, yeah. You know, I think he'd be a great world champion. Um, I'm not sure if the night, uh, if if Saturday is the night that it happens, but wouldn't shock me. There's possibility there. I'm sure they're going to tease it really, really good. But I just think the way they've been zeroing in on Seth Rollins having back issues and having a broken back or something. I, I don't know, I don't, but they've had to do so much work to legitimize Nakamura that it feels like what a waste that would be if they just yoinked that. You know hmm. what I mean? If they if they just sent him back to the dressing room and they just moved on with a different storyline. I don't know. I mean, it was, I don't know. I don't know. To I'm, me, absent the Judgment Day, this feels like a classic match to get you to the match. Hmm. You know, the AEW style booking in WWE, where it's like they're going to have a match, whatever happens, this match is about the next Nakamura-Seth Rollins match. You know, they're going to carry this through Survivor Series. I just, I just want to see Shinsuke be a world champ for once. Me man. too. That's all I want to see. Oh, uh, uh, in the perfect world, Shinsuke wins, and they tease Priest Nakamura for the world title, um, mm -hmm. or a triple threat eventually, Survivor Series or something like that. Yeah, but uh, I think they've they've made too much they've made too much of a big deal about Sh Seth Rollins' back for me to believe he's leaving payback with the world title. There's too I many mean, things going against them, in my I opinion. I mean, there is a lot going on. I'm not yeah. going to dispute that. Yeah. Seems like it's a wrap. Wow. And I feel like I've said that every pay-per-view, but this one really seems But this like, one is really a wrap. This really seems like a wrap this time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I mean, that's a bold prediction. We're yeah. all over this card already. Uh, let's not leave some of these things out. So you think Judgment Day is going to win? You think you think knock you think Seth is going to lose? You think Nakamura is going to win, or do you who's going to walk out the champion then? Nakamura or Priest? I think Nakamura walks out champion. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to hope Nakamura walks out as champion. All right, like then that. I'm going to get on that train with you then. Yeah, I hope that he walks it. out champion too. Yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley versus Ricardo. Oh, we already both picked that, right? Rhea Ripley's 100% going to win. Yes. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory for the U.S. championship. <sighs> Man, seems like... Am I going all title changes? No, it's not all title changes. I think Austin Theory gets his lick back. You think so? I think he gets it back. Yeah, I, I think this is a, an opportunity for Austin Theory just to get more heat. You know what I mean? Win the title over somebody that everybody loves in the moment that feels like a big moment. I don't even remember. Did, did he beat Lashley for the U.S. title the first time? I forgot who he beat for it. But I think this is a great opportunity to get 
get theories from heat and, and put them in something that people really care about. And I think he gets the well. well so wait, we're that. just gonna go back to everybody hates Austin Theory as champion and maybe and hope it will work this time. Nah, it's not that. I just think he didn't have any real stories to tell. You know, I think the whole Santos Escobar LWO thing might come into play. Um, I don't necessarily know if he causes Rey Mysterio the U.S. title, but I do think. That well, no, I think that's the wild card. Um, right. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like. Uh, if this was any other <laughs> young up and coming talent and super OG veteran who was a, who was the champion at the time, we'd all be saying this young guy needs to get the title. <laughs> so I'm yeah, of course, but this isn't this is yeah no. I think that the I think that the win for Austin Theory is being in this match. I just don't <laughs> think I don't think you could possibly be that that invested in him. I mean, long term, sure, but I, I just don't think uh, he's Ray's got to win. I think that something crazy might happen here. Mm-hmm. Maybe Santos Escobar costs Ray the match. I just, I just man, or maybe Dom. Dom's lurking around. They'll be, they'll be busy doing stuff this week. Yeah, they'll be in the building. They sure will. Or, or maybe the money's in Dom versus Ray as North American and U.S. champions, or something like that. So I don't know. Damn, I might change my pick then. <laughs> I, just, I just don't see Austin Theory play. winning. All right, well, that's a toss-up. Now, why did this get so hard? We could just have too many matches to call. Now, I, now, now it's just it's uh, we get start getting in these like internal conflicts with ourselves. Anyway, uh, I think that's everything for that show. I'm excited about that one. Oh, LA Knight versus the Miz, dude. LA Knight versus oh, the Miz. Yeah. We didn't talk about the Miz's LA Knight impersonation. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Miz, master of disguise, for the fourth time, dressing up as somebody more popular than them at the moment. Um, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be really good. Uh, I think. I think John Cena is gonna factor in here somewhere. Oh, really? I think so. I'm almost gonna go ahead and think. Is John Cena gonna make himself the special referee tomorrow? For this uh, match. <laughs> okay, here we go. And then we get into some LA Knight, Miz, Cena shenanigans for the next seven weeks, all in the hopes of making LA Knight an even bigger star than he was going into this. So um, I have no idea. I don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown on Friday, but I feel like Cena's going to factor in here somewhere. And I think we're probably going to get an LA Knight win. All right. I like that pick. Um, this does feel like an LA Knight win, though. Anyway, uh, so Judgment Day win the tag match. LA Knight wins. We split. We don't even know what's happening with Mysterio and Theory. Ripley wins. Nakamura wins. And then Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a steel cage. This match is finally happening. These two have been feuding forever. Uh, we set this up at going back to WrestleMania, right? That's when they all tagged together. And then then, Li- then Lita and Trish had the titles and and I mean, sorry, Lita and, and Becky had the titles and Lita got hurt and Trish stepped in, took her place and then beat her up after she was pinned. Trish got pinned, then also attacked Becky, a sort of spin on the the normal who gets beat up after a tag team loss situation. Um, then, of course, um, this or, or it, it drags on, I guess. When did um, Zoe Stark debut? Not after WrestleMania. Night right? of Champions. Night of Champions. My bad. Right, 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 right. Um, and then, so they've been going for a while. And then finally, the, in the most recent bit, Becky beat Zoe Stark after Zoe Stark hit Trish. Pinned her on the floor, big manhandle slam onto the floor. Um, 
that was a lot of fun. I'm excited to see this finally get to a big pay-per-view match. The steel cage is awesome. I think Becky and Trish are going to be killer in the cage. I think it's going to be a great match. And I think somebody you've been high on for a long time is going to pay off, pay dividends in this match. Who? Uh, the NXT champion, Tiffany Stratton. Is going to be involved here? She was at Raw. She, she's, they, they've been going back and forth. They've been teasing Becky Lynch coming to NXT for a while for the past several weeks. Um, Tiffany Stratton seems to fall right from the, 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 the Trish Stratus tree of influence. And it wouldn't shock me if she was saying, thank you, Trish with Zoe Stark. And, uh, I think there's something there. I think there's something there. I don't think Becky Lynch wins this one. I'm going with Trish Stratus to win. I think this is going to eventually lead to Becky Lynch showing up on NXT, getting a run with uh, Tiffany Stratton, and seeing where they where they take her from there. I think has Becky Lynch ever been NXT Women's Champion? I don't think so. I think that's the one title she hasn't had. And Tiffany Stratton is 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 awesome, by the way, like mm-hmm. awesome in the ring. Would love to see them two go at it. She's somebody who I think is 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 already ready for the main roster, even as the NXT champion. I think she can jump back and forth. I'm I'm going with I'm going with uh, Trish Stratus to win though the steel cage match. Um. Wow. I was gonna go Becky. Mm. Um, nah, let's go Becky. What the heck? We'll split on that one. Anyway, is we it? gotta get out of here. We've been going forever. I gotta go to an open house. At uh, my young in school, so nice, nice things are back in the swing of things. Back Let's to get school, your... get them back in the, get them back to the school. God damn it, get them at the house. <laughs> Kaz, why don't you get your plugs in? Uh, not much to plug. Say less. Let Kaz, Loki, and Rosie coming back very, very soon. Appreciate everybody getting on me to getting the show back. But summer's off, summer's over, and we'll be back very soon. Um, you can catch me here on the Mass Man Show. Catch me on Count It with Points Bet USA. Uh, soon to be fanatics and um, that's it for now man you can find me here you can find me on the press box please listen to all of the great shows on the ringer wrestling show feed cheap beat the masked man show and wednesday worldwide and our friday heels recaps we got more fun stuff coming soon you know all about it uh thank you as always to our incredible producer john kerma thank you guys all for listening apologies as always to john moxley we'll see you back here next week humanoids peace